Welcome to Spazzing Out. I am your host, Anthony Paziali, also known as Spaz. Probably will be called Spaz for the rest of my life. Quite like Dwayne The Rock Johnson will always be called The Rock, except, you know, The Rock is super duper famous and, you know, I'm just starting out. Maybe someday my podcast will be huge and people will ask me, why do they still call me Spaz and just don't call me Anthony Paziali? But in the background, I have the NFL draft on. First pick has already gone by. Um, Joe Burrow, if I'm saying that right, just got taken by Cincinnati. Redskins are on the clock. I'm just going to play that in the background while we talk in case anything crazy happens that I can update anybody that might be listening on my live stream. Anybody hearing my podcast probably they will already know what happened. Spazzing Out can be found on Apple Podcast, on my website, anthonypaziali.com, Spotify, um, Google Podcast, just about any podcast, okay? So, here are some things that I'd like to cover today. First off, I apologize about my voice. Normally, the reason I have the name Spaz is because I'm very passionate and I get, I yell and I scream. And because I yell and I scream a lot, I lose my voice a lot. It strains my, my, my vocal cords or whatever. And because of GERD. I eat late at night. I get heartburn. Toast. Um, the draft is actually, just, we'll cover this real quick. Pretty unique. Roger Goodell is at his house. Uh, everybody else is just sitting on the couch. The teams are in their war rooms. And the excitement sucks. It's just not the same. Uh, they, they're interviewing Joe right now. It's lame. It sucks. There's no excitement. So it's really not that great. Nah, Patrick, it's not the coronavirus, bro. All right. Speaking of coronavirus, let's jump into it. 84% of Americans want another check. I'm surprised. I thought 100 percent of Americans would want another check. But 84% of us from a survey have said we want another check. We want more money. More money is coming. Uh, but first to small businesses. They are working on a second round of loot for you people. I think this is a terrible idea. At some point, we need to open up for business. I'm one of those people that agrees that you need to have testing before you open up for business. We need to know who's healthy before we open up. But at some point, I say this every time I record this podcast, at some point, we're not going to have any money. Local governments, state governments, and the federal government are going to run out of money without revenue. If people don't go back to work, they're not going to make revenue. Now, this is going to start affecting our food supply. We are going to have a major problem here in the United States if we don't get back to work. Farms are starting to shut down. Right here in this country, they're shutting down. They had thousands of, hundreds of thousands of chickens are getting killed, right? Thousands of gallons of milk are being wasted. Produce is being thrown out. Some people would say, why don't they just fucking donate it? They can't. 
They got to make money. They're a business. They can't just donate shit. I mean, some people can. I get it. But it's a business. They have to make money. And <clears throat> they went out. You have to think of it like this. You made an investment in cows to make milk. Well, now your investment isn't panning out because no one's buying your milk. They can't give the shit away for free. Just like I can't pick junk up for free. So this is a huge problem. So we have to figure out a way to get back to work. Now, the governor in Georgia, Brian Kemp, has decided that he's had enough. He's opening his state to business. <clears throat> he's putting profit before life, as people say. <clears throat> I don't disagree with the man. I, I'm against profit before life. But I don't disagree with him. I, 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 this economic disaster that is coming because of this virus might be worse than the virus. 26 million people out of work. 84% of you guys want a free check. You're asking for money that we don't have. We don't have this money. It's not coming from anywhere. I'd like to know, maybe someone on my um, Twitter feed, I mean on my Facebook feed, so those of you who don't know, I record my podcast while doing a live feed. I do it on at uh, SpazWAF on my Facebook. It's my fan page. Maybe you guys have a good advice, some, some advice. Where's the money going to come from? No joke. I, I, some of you guys are going to say, oh, they'll just print it. They can't. So, although it would be great to get another check, I didn't get a check. I'm not getting a check. I don't fucking qualify. But it would be great to get that money. But all you're doing is deflating the dollar. All you're doing is taking money like out of thin air. You might as well go to the store with Monopoly money. It's going to be just as good as the dollar that you're going with. We got to get back to work. We have to find a way to, and the only way to do it is to get the tests. The government needs to do a better job. Instead of giving money to the American people, take that money and buy tests so that we can go back to work. Now, I don't think we should give any more money to people. I think we should give it to businesses and make them hire people or at least pay them to work from home. The American person, people, man, woman, we do the wrong thing. We don't do the right thing with the money. We blow it on stupid stuff. We don't pay our bills and our mortgages and our car payments and feed. We go, we buy scratch tickets. Uh, we buy skins for Fortnite. We buy stupid stuff with our money. Yes, Patrick just said that Trump will bring the economy back and strength our do- strength our dollar. Listen, the economy will bounce back. The economy will be fine. But in the short term, we're just gaining more debt. We're nearing $25 trillion in debt. I get it. We got to do what we have to do right now. But at some point, we have to make that decision to say, hey, we got to open up. We have to start taking in revenue. We can't bleed out. Now, in Las Vegas, the mayor in Las Vegas was on TV last night. She was saying that, why don't we use Las Vegas as a uh, guinea pig city and see how many people can be in a place without getting sick. So she wants to open up the casinos and you morons will go with your stimulus check. Open up the casinos and see how many people can get together without getting sick. 
The lady's just signing death warrants so that she can get the casinos back open. So, you guys are going to get your money, right? You're going to spend it on stupid things. Now, if they give the money to the businesses, the business will do the right thing. And with stipulations. So you give it to a business, tell them, hey, this money's going to be used towards hiring your employees back or keeping your employees employed. Then in turn, you're going to get the money anyways. What's happening now is they're giving money to everyone, even people that didn't fucking work or have a job of getting money. So there are people that don't, that didn't even have a job before are getting free money. I want you to think about that and how devastating it is going to be for our economy. Now, I guess on, on the flip side, uh, 90% of the people who are passing away were 65 plus. So I guess we don't have to pay them their social security. So, hey, you know, that's great. We saved a couple of million there. It's just getting worse and it's getting worse. And asking for, for, for more money. Um, listen, I, it's going to sound shitty. Right? A lot of us live check to check. I get it. But I, I'm willing to bet that half of the 84% of people that want more money are bums anyways. I guarantee it before they didn't have jobs or they didn't they didn't work hard uh, to start a business. Or like, you know what? I hate going down that road and calling people out. Um, and then, you know, my voice is going to get all messed up. I just... I want everybody to be okay. I really do. But at what cost? At what cost are we all going to be okay? I just just think about that. At what point do we decide in favor of the greater good over I don't even over people passing away? At, at what point do we say, hey? We got to open back up because we're not only going to kill the people who are sick with the coronavirus, we're going to kill the people who aren't. They're going to lose their houses, lose their cars, lose their lives, no jobs to go back to. And I get it. The president's looking at May 4th or May 11th, whatever it is in Georgia, they're going to open up on Friday. They're going to open up salons, gyms, and tattoo parlors. And I'm somewhat in favor of it. I'd like to see what happens. Hey, I'm glad it ain't happening up here. What happens when the salons open, the gyms? Will people get sick? Will there be a spike? Or will it just be business as usual? I don't know. None of us know. But if we don't start doing it, we're not going to know. I don't want more people to die. Um, but I can't see another way around it. We can't just keep printing money. It's going to have to stop. So we're either going to have to decide that local uh, that, that local governments, states, are going to have to fail because we can't bail them out. The government doesn't have that kind of money. So we're going to have to let them fail. We're going to have to let small businesses fail. Or we could give the money. We could give the money to businesses and make them do the right thing. So what's I, I just tell me what the difference is, okay? Let's say you get your check for two thousand dollars for sitting on your fat ass at your house, so you don't go outside, you know, no social distancing. We're gonna give you two thousand dollars. Well, what would the difference be if they gave it to a business 
and said, hey, Mr. Business Guy, we're going to give you a million dollars. You're going to run that money into your business so your business runs. And you're going to pay people to stay home. You're just going to fucking pay them to stay home. The business makes money. They tell the business, hey, you keep the money that would be your normal profit. And you pay the worker who just stays home. Now the business gets paid, right? And the guy gets paid for staying at home. It's the same thing. And the state gets to collect revenue off of that. They get the tax back. But I guess in that theory, it's still the same fucking money. It's the same money. Jesus. We got to get back to work. We have to. There's no two questions, no two ways about it. We have to. They have to start opening shit. Thousands of restaurants are out of business. They're never going to open again some of these places. 26 million people. There's not 26 million jobs to go back to. Um, all right, so someone just said small businesses are not large corporations. Listen, uh, small businesses, right, the good ones, employ a lot of people. But in general, small businesses employ more people than any big corporation in this country. So Walmart employs the most people, right, as a, as a corporation. But if you put all the small businesses together, including self-employment, self-employed people, it's the largest workforce force in the country. I'm okay giving them money. So, for example, if you gave me money, right? If the government came to me, they came to take junk or they came to my franchise and they said, hey, uh, we're going to give you a million dollars and you got to take that money and you got to hire people and get back to work. And if your business is something where people can't work from home, right? You're still going to pay the people. So you're going to go. And maybe they put the, my, my company to work for the government. They say, hey, listen, Take Chunk's going to start hauling shit for the government until this is over. I pay the people. Well, now they got their check, right? And then if they go spend their check on stupid shit, who cares? It was their job. It was their money. They spent it on stupid shit. These people are going to get their $2,000 check. And they're going to go out. And it does help the economy to go out and buy stupid shit. But you should be using it to pay your cable bill, your gas bill, your electric bill, your mortgage, your car payment, so that you so that you don't lose these things. <clears throat> All right, so Patrick is saying on my feed that banks are giving us three-month uh, uh, breaks on loans, and a lot of places are doing that, right? Well, that doesn't mean shit. You're still going to pay it. The loan's still going to be there afterwards. And then what happens? So now, uh, Patrick, look at this. So you get, uh, uh, the government decides, hey, for the next three months, we're going to give you $2,000, right? Well, what happens when the government, when, the, when we open back up and you don't have a job? Then what? Because this shit's going away. Then what? You're going to have blown the two grand each month on stupid shit. Should have saved it because your ass is going to be out of the job. And then those unemployment checks... The big ones, getting an extra 600 bucks, you guys are going to fucking blow my voice out because now I'm getting pissed. Those checks, they're not going to be there. This shit stops. After the virus is done, the bailouts stop. And you're going to be fucked because you stopped working. You're going to be fucked because you went through your savings. You're going to be fucked because you took your $2,000 check and you spent it on shit. 
<clears throat> I'm not going to be. I work. I'm working. If I'm lucky enough to get the next round of stimulus, I'm going to take that. I'm going to go buy equipment for my fucking podcast. I'm going to reinvest. I'm going to make more money. I'm not going to blow it on some stupid ass piece of crap that makes no money for me. You people need to think. I'll give you an example of how you should spend your money, okay? Everybody likes going to Disney. People love Disney. I've never been to Disney until I was 35 years old. Since then, I've been a bunch of times. Five fucking times to be exact, okay? Terrible way to spend money. Now, my wife likes Disney. She wanted to take my daughter. And my father-in-law lives fucking down in Florida. Do you just... I want you to just contemplate how much money it costs to go to Disney for five, five fucking times. It's a lot of money. And it's a huge waste of money. What should have been done is instead of going to Disney those five times and wasting five grand each time, probably more, for $25,000, what should have happened if it were just me, if I were the boss around here, I am clearly not, I would have bought $25,000 in stock from Disney. So fuck going to Disney. I'd own fucking Disney. That's what you should be doing. You guys are all like, oh, I want to show my kids a good fucking time. Splash Mountain. I want to be like, Nariam. You own fucking 1% of Disney because instead of going to Disney once a year, I took that loot and every year I bought stock in Disney. That's the smart way to spend money. But no, what do we care about? We want to make our kids happy. God forbid we fucking get, you know, make them eat spaghetti. They got to, you know, eat some gourmet fucking dinner. They can't have chop suey that sits on the, on the, on the stove from Monday to Friday, and if you don't eat it, you don't eat. You know, my dad had a rule, if you don't eat it, you wear it. You know how many times my father threw a burger at me or dumped a bowl of fucking spaghetti on my head? You ate it, and if you didn't eat it, you fucking starved. But we can't offend our kids. So that's why we're going to take our stimulus checks, and we're going to buy stupid shit to make our kids happy while they're home, when what you should do, if you get that check, it's money you weren't going to get, find a way to invest it, turn it into something to make more money. To make more money. 8500 bucks. I started to take junk with. 8500 This bitch does fucking... Fuck 8500 man. I made, I made that fucking money five years ago. Make way more money than that. 8500 bucks. Could have blown it on anything. My brothers blew it on God knows what. Not me. Built a fucking junk fucking empire off of 85 hunch. That's what should go on with the money. Invest it. It's just like my podcast. I refuse to buy anything for my podcast unless the podcast pays for it itself. I will not come out of pocket for it. The podcast will pay for it. Now, if the government gives me free money... I'll invest that money into the podcast. I won't take it. I'll make it bigger. Get what I'm saying here, guys? We can't afford to take any more money from the government, and we need to get ready to open up. But I agree. We need tests. We need to test. So here are my two solutions. One, no bailout, and the government takes all that money and, and gets testing. Or 
instead of giving the money to the American people, they give the money to business owners, make them hire people, make them get people back to work. Speaking of money, as always, I have to take a break so that I can make one cent. I apologize for my voice. My passion is a little bit down. I would normally be yelling and screaming. I need to relax my vocals. I should probably... That doesn't help. All right. I have the draft going on in the background. I missed a couple of picks. Miami's on the clock. I don't really know what's going on because I was bitching about stimulus checks. If you guys can make it through this commercial, I'd appreciate it. I get paid one cent if you listen to this commercial. Those on my Facebook feed know nothing of this commercial because they don't actually listen to my podcast, which you can get. They they watch it live, which you can get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other podcast. And if you want to find a link to my podcast, go to anthonypaziali.com. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Thank you. I am one cent richer. I don't need the government's stimulus check or the second round of stimulus checks because I'm making a whopping one cent every time you guys make it through this commercial. I have made $20.19 since I've started this podcast almost two months ago. I'm fucking killing it. Killing it. But let me tell you something. It's $20 more than I had a month ago. And a couple months from now, it'll be 40, and then 50, and then 60, and then 70, and then 80, then 90, and 100, and then 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, and I'll buy some equipment, and I'll start setting this podcast up to be beast, taking guests and taking phone calls uh, phone calls for people. It's going to be sick. And the people that are here now are going to sit back and then remember, I've been with Spaz from the beginning. And I appreciate that very much, more than you guys know. So important to have you guys here spreading the word about spazzing out and getting me a bigger following. Uh, This is going to be the next, this is it. You know, this is the next step in my business life is my podcast, my media company, as it were, which I'll start eventually. Paziali Media uh, will probably be the company. We just create content. And I help other people create content. But first, I have to do it myself. I got I to gotta write the script first. Show people how to do it. All right. What is the number one toughest question your kids ask you? Now, some people are going to pop it up right now. Right? People are going to pop it up in my feed. What is the number one toughest question kids ask you? A survey was done. I know what the number one is, and I know what the number two is. So, number one. Well, you know, we'll start with number two. The number two toughest question that parents get is, where do babies come from? Where do babies come from? I've been asked this question a million times by my son who is about the age, almost time for me to have the talk with him. Um, You know, about what goes on. He's 12. I normally, I would just tell him, buddy, you've seen the movie Storks. That's where babies come from. It's a tough conversation. How do you guys explain to your kids where do do babies come from? You know, maybe I would say, I, I think a couple of times I've said something like, you know, when a mommy 
loves a daddy, they have a baby, and then my son will hit me back. Well, what about when a woman loves a woman or a man loves a man? I'm like, shit. Well, it doesn't work that way. I mean, they can have a baby. They can adopt or get a baby a different way. But it's like I get stumped. I don't know what to say. Dad, someone just this guy. So uh, Brad just said on my uh, live feed, the number one question that kids ask their parents is, Dad, when are you going to get a backdrop for your podcast? Hilarious. When my podcast can pay for it, son. So when my kids ask me, Narian, when he asks me about kids, um, generally I'll try to avoid the question, but I will tell them straight up. I'll just say kids, kids come from bad places, but bad decisions. Now, oh, I was a bad decision. No, no, you weren't. I love you. I love my daughter, but I don't care. There's not a man alive. And if you listen, if you say otherwise, you're full of shit. I love my kids, but there ain't a man alive that knows their life would be 10 times easier if he didn't have kids. Things would be different. If you didn't have kids, life would be easy. If you didn't have kids, you'd be 40 making loot and you wouldn't be strapped. If you didn't have kids, you'd be going to the Super Bowl. You'd be hanging out, having good times, drinking, doing whatever the hell you want. You wouldn't be going to hot. Well, my kids don't play hockey. You wouldn't be going to karate at seven o'clock at night after you bust your balls all day. Now, I'm not trying to say. I don't want my kids. Okay. Love my kids. But you all can agree they are one big pain in the ass burden. And they are very expensive. Kids are not good for your financials. Kids, having kids is like all you dipshits that want this stimulus check. You're all now kids of the government. And the kids come to dad looking for monies. And in my government, I'm, I'm the fucking president here. I'm the president. I'm the treasurer. I make the laws. I tell the kids straight up, you want money? Get a job. Work for it. Figure it out. My, my own kid, his Christmas money? Kid's been buying himself pizza for the past three months because I won't buy it. I'm like, yeah, bud, you got, you got Christmas money. Use it. See ya. So. uh, Love kids. Tough conversation with them to talk about where babies come from. I mean, I guess you could straight up just tell them, you know, mom and dad had sex. You were born when they get of age. But that question is something I get a lot. (laughs) So on my feed. Brian just said they uh, come from women taking loads of uh, loads from junk. It's just a joke about my junk removal company. For those of you who don't know, I have a junk removal company. It's called Take Junk. Uh, for the guy out in California that listens, dude, don't book my company. I, I live in Boston, guy. All right, the number one toughest question that parents get asked and try to avoid is, is Santa Claus real? Now, I'm not going to go into it. Because my kids are here. Your kids might end up listening. Santa's fucking real. Plain and simple. We'll leave it at that. 
if there were no kids around, or maybe you could put the earmuffs on your kids. It, it, there, full warning. Get your kids away from this podcast right now. The is Santa Claus real question is something that gets asked a lot. My son is asking it a lot right now. Um, so he is in that uh, age where you're divided. You know, the, the, the 12 and 11-year-olds, they're divided. Yes, that that's really the number one. That's what the survey said. That, right, the 12-year-olds, they're divided, 12, 11, 13-year-olds, there is a division. It's just like the country, Republicans and Democrats. We have believers and non-believers, and then you have the independents that aren't really that sure, right? So you have all the believers that talk about, you know, oh, Santa's definitely real, my mom said he's real, and then you have the non-believers, which are fucking poor kids. Plain and simple, non-believers equal poor. If you're a non-believer, your parents had no money. And they told you straight up, Santa Claus isn't fucking real. You got shit for Christmas because we don't have any money. Deal with it. You got one gift and you got to share it with all your brothers. At least that's how it was in my house. Five boys, one Nintendo. You know what it's like growing up in a house with five boys and one Nintendo? One. I want you to think about the fights. One of my favorite things to do, right? Because out. I'll make this clear. I am not the firstborn. My brother Stan was. But I ruled the roost at the Paziali household. I was king. My way or we were fighting. It was either you want to do what Ant wants to do. And if you don't, there's going to be a brawl. And I'm winning until my brother Mike got older and he started winning all the fights. And then I just stopped fighting. So he had that one Nintendo, you know, he'd have to blow it to get the game going. So my brothers, they'd be playing, and they, I'd come in, I'd be like, well, I want to play. And, they, and they'd, they'd say, no, no, it's our turn. So I'd let them play. I'd let them play, right, pull the cartridge. I'd let them play until they get to a pivotal moment. I mean, I don't, I don't, maybe they're playing Mario Brothers. Maybe they're playing Contra. Um, Roadrunner was one my brother Jesse liked to play. I'd wait. And then right before... I fucking bounce, boom, over. Oh, I love it. So, I knew early. My dad was straight up. Fucking Santa ain't coming. Please, Santa. My father would say he was Santa. My father would be like, Santa, I'm Santa. I go to work. I put those things under the tree. I worked for him. If you don't like it, there's the door. That was my dad. At my house, I, I still got Narium thinking that Santa Claus is real. Um, I, I enjoy it. My daughter is uh, five years old. She might be listening. <clears throat> My daughter's five. She still thinks that Santa, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, she thinks they're all real. And I very much enjoy it. Her grandmother does great stuff on Christmas. I love, I absolutely love the Elf on the Shelf. Such a good tool to get the kids to listen. I love it. So, there it is. I don't know what you guys do, but it is a pretty tough thing when your kids ask you about Santa Claus. Eventually, they're going to know. I can't wait till my kids know because I hate buying stuff. I'd rather just give them cash or like, a, you know, hey, bud, here's some Xbox bucks. No. So the number one question was, you know what? Let me see if I can get all of them. All right. Here it was. Uh, number one, toughest question is Santa Claus is real. Number two, where do babies come from? 
Number three, do animals get married? Number four, what does green mean, like going green? <clears throat> Number five, what does insert swear word here mean? Number six, why is the sky blue? Number eight, why can't I stay up late like you? <laughs> My dad would be like, because I said so. And uh, number eight is what does love mean? <clears throat> I'd like to explain number eight. Because what I think love means and what other people think love means is two different things. So if my son says to me, Dad, what does love mean? I'd say, well, oh, this is what love means, buddy. Um, I go to work. I leave the house about 5.30. In the morning, I get home late. For example, tonight, buddy, I didn't get home till, t till 7 o'clock. I worked a long day. And then I took the money that I made or that I'm going to get paid and I put it in the bank. And I buy the groceries. I pay the cars. I pay the gas. I pay the electric. I pay the mortgage. I pay the bills. That's love. I'm willing to work. I would be way more passionate about this if my voice wasn't gone. I'm willing to work for you. For your mom, for Presley, for Missy Annie, because I love you guys. That's what love is. Love is making tough decisions for your kids, and love is being a man and getting to work and paying the bills. That's love. Love is not buying flowers. Love is not getting somebody something that they want because they feel like they need it. Love is making the tough decision to say, I can't afford that because I have to pay the bills. That's true love. At least that's how my father taught me, and that's what I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm sure all your wives are listening right now and be like, this guy's a real dink. So those are the top eight. Um, I don't. Oh, Stephen Hawking. I just want to get this out there. We all remember Stephen Hawking. He was the physicist. Uh, I hope he was a physicist. He's just a really smart dude, and he had uh, uh, ALS. He passed away from ALS, and um, you know, I don't know if it was ALS, all right? He had something, okay? I probably should have looked it up, but paralyzed him. He was in a wheelchair, one of the smartest people to ever live, um, and he used to have a uh, ventilator that would help him breathe while his family has donated that ventilator to a hospital in the United Kingdom in England, and they're actually using it on patients. I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's pretty fucking gross. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I'm sure they sterilize it and shit, but that's like, you know, using, you know what I mean? That's like your boy just banged some chick and he was like, yo, bro, use my condom. That's just disgusting. And I don't even want to go there on my podcast and say shit like that because I think that's kind of over the top. But I mean, it's right up there. It's like if one of your buddies just like deep throated a, a fucking popsicle and then, you know, he pulled it out and passed it over to you. Fucking gross, man. I mean, it was nice. Uh, Shane is saying providing for your family is real love. You're fucking right it is. All right. The Stephen Hawking thing is nasty. I mean, I don't even care. That's like, you know, say you were getting a colonoscopy and they didn't throw out the, the fucking the tube that they use or whatever the thing is and they just used it on the next guy. It's nasty, dude. Seriously. I just want you to think about that. Imagine you're like, 
you're in the hospital and you're getting Stephen Hawking. They're like, hey, you know, um, we have some great news. This ventilator came from Stephen Hawking. I, I don't even know if I would care. I'd be like, that's disgusting. Did you sterilize it? Can I get a new one? Like, can I have a new one? Aren't there enough? I guess there isn't enough. And I guess if you were unlucky enough to have it in your lungs, you wouldn't really care at the time. So I think it's gross. I don't know. Maybe you pick up some of the guy's smarts or is on a molecular level. All right. I apologize, guys. I'm going to have to wrap this up. Um, my voice is gone. So uh, this is the last podcast of the week. The next one I'll record on Sunday night. Uh, for those that would like to join the live feed, I do it uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Not Friday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Podcast post Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can get all the links on my website, anthonypaziali.com, to get to my podcast. And you can subscribe uh, to my podcast. So, um, yes, I will probably have some kind of a beverage. Well, maybe not. Because it's not good for the vocals. I got to straighten this shit out. Because I just hate that I can't have passionate conversation with people about the things that I'm talking about. Because I am just a passionate person. And I, it's how I get my point across. So thank you guys for joining. I really appreciate it. I'm going to work on my voice getting better. Those of you that like to follow me on social media. Very sorry uh, the lack of video content today. I really try to put out anywhere from four to six videos a day to keep you guys entertained. I'm really just working on my voice. I got to get it back. It's, it's someday it's going to pay the bills. Right now, there's enough in there to buy about a 30-pack of Bud Light. And I don't like beer. I drink hot stuff. I need about four more dollars to get myself a bottle of Captain's. So, thanks again, guys. You guys all have a good night. Brad. Thank you as always. Shane, thank you. All the guys that watch live. Uh, Jamie, thanks for joining. Um, Patrick Trewin. I don't even know how to say that. I am not good with names. All right, guys, everybody, let me stop the podcast. Everyone, have a great night. Sunday night, we'll be back. Good night.